everybody. It's so good to be with you. My name is Ember Kelly, and I'm the Director of Religious Education here at the Fourth Universalist Society. And I'm so excited to sit down with our one of our affiliate ministers, Reverend Mark, who talked today about universalism. Reverend Mark, it's so good to sit down with you. Thanks for inviting me. Appreciate it. So universalism, as, as a you know seminary graduate, as a theology nerd, you know, I was actually a little bit sad that I, that I was going to be working from home today and uh, not not there to to get to hear it, um, but I'm excited to I'm excited about it um, because you know to me that's a really exciting topic, but maybe not like the normal everybody's you know thinking like hmm you know today what I wanted to what I was wondering about is what is universalism so why why this topic. Yeah, well, you know, it's something that I am passionate about. Our congregation specifically has a long, um, you know, history. We, we were started in the early 1800s as a universalist congregation. Um, you know, we're the fourth, there used to be seven, now we're the, the last one in Manhattan, um, you know, historically universalist congregation. And, um, you know, we have this impressive theological legacy, but, you know, the original point of what universalism was, what it meant in the 1700s and in the 1800s in terms of uh, universal salvation uh, became de-emphasized in the 1900s and in the 21st century. But I think it's still important to know our history and to look at, look at it. But then today, not just to look at it and appreciate it, but to look at it critically. That's what I wanted to do, to say like, okay, here's what our heritage is. What do we think about it? Is this realistic? Is this something that we can get behind? And even more importantly than that, how does how does this belief system affect us in our everyday lives? And you know, if, how would is this something that we, you know, can accept or promote? Do we agree with it? Disagree with it? So I provided, um, you know, kind of if you want to look at this with like pros and cons, um, or compare and contrast between a universalist idea of salvation and a Unitarian idea of salvation, because Unitarians thought about that question too. Yeah, it's uh it's you know the heavy the heavy questions as somebody who grew up um more traditionally Christian and who grew up with the uh hellfire and brimstone version of of traditional Christian. Um you know the I I think we've probably talked about it in past conversations and discussions like these. Um, but um to to move from from that away from that was you know i was embracing heresy i was embracing um those people aren't aren't real believers like how why why do they even call it a church if they if you know uh, it was yeah was it was heavily propagandized against to um embrace any sort of belief that would cause you to think that other people might be good <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Whether that they may be good or, you know, conversely, um, you know, the point that universalism tries to make is that it actually doesn't matter if we personally are good or a little less than good or rotten or anywhere in between. Um, it's really about God is good. And there's, there's an, as I said in the sermon, there's an amazing grace that's present in our universe that has more mercy, love, um, that, that promotes more love and mercy than any of us could imagine. And that's what saves us, not ourselves, which is different from a Unitarian point of view, which said that we're saved by our character. Um, and, you know, as I was saying that, you know, it, which is consistent with what Jesus taught, you know, Jesus said, you, you won't, um, you can tell them by their fruit, you're not going to pick figs and grapes from thorny thistle bushes, which makes sense too. 
Um, but to think about, you know, the differences between these two thoughts and, and what they mean and, um, you know, hellfire uh, and eternal conscious torment um, weren't really, in, you know, part of Unitarian or Universalist beliefs. And, you know, a lot of Christians, um, you know, have different thoughts about that today. It's interesting that, you know, Christianity, to go back to that, um, I think for most people is about, you know, believing the right things, believing certain things about Jesus, being a good person, and then hoping that you'll go to heaven and, um, you know, be there with Jesus and your family and all good people and, and you'll be happy forever and ever and ever. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, if you go back to the early New Testament, uh, you know, those years, um, that really wasn't what the whole point of Christianity was or this movement, um, you know, it became that way to fall. But um, actually in the first hundred years, that wasn't really the main point of that in the movement. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, oh gosh, we, I'm not, but between the two of us, I'm pretty sure we could spend hours, you know, just going over the theological history of the idea. One, Absolutely. I think, I think it's interesting as someone who is, you know, only only a few years, I can't say new anymore because it's been a few years now, um, but only a few years into Unitarian Universalism uh, that um, when I, I feel like when it's being talked about, there's a lot of focus uh, on like, on as far as like the history side, that maybe a lot of the focus is a bit more on like, the Unitarian side of the history. It's like, ah, you know, we had Ralph Waldo Emerson and um, the Transcendentalist and um, even, you know, maybe leaning more towards like origin as far as like the, the ancient history and not really oh, yeah. looking at that there was lots of history of, of even fairly traditional Christians believing that, that there was no eternal punishment. Like that, that was a pretty common belief. Yeah, yep, it definitely existed. It was one viewpoint among many. Um, you know, of course, we know, one thing we know about early Christianity is how diverse it was, that there, it was really kind of a chaotic um, situation. There wasn't just like one way to be Christian that, you know, happened later in later centuries, um, by the time you get certainly um, after the fall of the Roman Empire and, um, you know, the Middle Ages. Um, but, you know, there was a lot of different viewpoints about that. And, and, yeah, what happens in the afterlife? What saves us? How are we saved? Who saves us? Um, what does that look like? Um, you know, of course, you know, again, not to get too off topic, but, you know, during, especially during the first century, the point was, um, you know, about saving the, na you know, it was about saving the nation of Israel from Roman occupation and, and that, and, and recovering a, this kind of um, you know, the nation, but, uh, you know, and, and there's thoughts about resurrection and, and things like that, but, you know, as time went on and Jesus never came back and, you know, people didn't really believe in our personal resurrection as much as just like going to heaven. And so, you know, these ideas developed and, you know, here we are now trying to sort of sort it all out, but yeah. I thought it was really interesting. You said there though, at the beginning, uh, about how, um, you structure this so that, you know, Unitarian Universalists, those of us in this congregation at a historically Universalist congregation, even if these aren't ideas that necessarily resonate with us, that they still are a part of our history that we should understand if we're going to understand ourselves better. I think, um, I think it's important for, for communities to, to understand the theology that came before, to understand, you know, what, what were the things that brought our, our forebears as a community together? What, you know, I think it's a yeah. question to ask. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's important to ask because um, not only is it interesting from a purely theological or philosophical point of view, but again, you know, how do we live our lives every day? Um, and that's why, you know, in the sermon, I gave this example of um, a beautiful piece 
by Jennifer Finney Boylan that I read last year um, that she talked about her experience of you know coming out as transgender to her mom and um, them together having dinner and, and having an experience with a transpho transphobic waiter. And you know the mom was not bothered by the waiter's comments or attitude. Um, and so after, after the dinner, um, you know, Jennifer says to her mom, you know, wasn't that embarrassing? Like you treated us badly, we're paying customers, we're strangers, why, you know, that it's just not right. And, um, you know, she, the mom explained that, you know, maybe he didn't mean it because, not because he didn't mean it in that moment, but like, this is a person who yes, was rude and arrogant and, and hateful and all these things, prejudice, whatever. Uh, but, you know, he's a person who could grow and maybe this is, you know, how he is today, but maybe a year from now, 10 years from now, 50 years from now, he will evolve and grow. And, and so, you know, her mom saw this, you know, waiter as not for who he is, but who he could be. And that's what universalism is. You know, God sees us not for how we are, but how we could become one day, even maybe not in this life, but maybe in life after death, you know, we'll grow. So it just makes me think, you know, about, you know, our everyday lives. Um, do we see people for who and what they are or for what they could be and become? And then is that, um, is that a way, a good way to live or is that um, wishful thinking, right? You know, and uh, that's, that's something that we need to think about. So for folks that might be interested, um, was there any text that you really you know, drew from? Is there books that you'd recommend if somebody wants to learn a little bit more about universalism? You know, I would say, honestly, there's so many resources out there to anyone who's interested. I would just say, just go on your favorite internet search engine and just type in universal salvation or type in um, salvation by character, which is what Unitarians um, were preaching um, and you know, see what comes up. It's amazing how many things are out there online. Um, so I would say go on, go on your own uh, treasure hunt and, 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 you know, to do that through Google or whatever search engine that you use. Reverend Mark, thank you for this uh, message and for taking the time to sit down with me today. My pleasure.